Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Excuse me. Uh, we are joined by the Rob Neff family here uh, from Conway, and we're talking about the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And obviously, uh, well, it's not obvious. It's obvious to us because we already know the story, but they have a very personal connection with this. And uh, we've got them all here. We've got Dad sitting back in the back back there. But uh, Rhonda and Brady, Rob Nett are on, on mic with us here today. And it's good to have you all in studio to talk about a great cause. And obviously, uh, you guys have a very personal story with this, but uh, it's good to see you. And um, Brady, I'm glad to see that your story is trending the right direction. You've been through a lot, I know. Yeah, it's it's good to be here. I mean, I've been through a lot, and it's it's a miracle that I've gotten back so quickly. You know, I just played my first game last Monday, and it's uh it's really good to be back. So you were diagnosed with leukemia when? This was what was it? January tw- no or December December twenty eighth December twenty fourth Christmas Eve twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah, she knows better than I do. Okay. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. That is so not that the present a, we're looking for yeah, for sure. Great Christmas present. Yeah. So what had you been feeling bad or what how'd you how'd you uh, go I was, get looked at? I was actually like just got off baseball practice and got off for the winter and uh that was just, you know, kind of rough cuz I looked great, felt great. He said I've never told a leukemia somebody with leukemia to go home, but you can go home, come back after uh after Christmas. Mhm. So I got Christmas at home. Got it done. And when did your treatment start? Uh, uh, what's it? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, we'll just yeah. ask mom on all the dates. Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> yeah. So how long did the treatment last? Like, give me an idea. What were we looking at? You missed last season. This is your first season back in a couple of first years. First season. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the what was the treatment like from for the family and what what he was going through? Yeah. Well, it was uh, amazing how we found it. I just want to go back to that. We yeah. um, like he said, he was feeling good healthiest ever been in his life uh he was on a medicine for acne and we were doing a routine blood work and i work at a family practice clinic and i drew the blood and it came back abnormal and so i said this can't be real so the next day we repeated it and those numbers doubled and within 10 days we were at children's hospital and that's what the official diagnosis for acute myeloid leukemia which is a very rare cancer it's a blood cancer especially rare in kids less than 20. um so um it was just, we were in shock. We couldn't believe it because he had no signs of any kind of cancer. Mm-hmm. So we started, we were admitted to Arkansas Children's Hospital uh, Christmas Eve, and he started very intense chemotherapy treatment. He was in the hospital the first month for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then back and forth, um, you know, three other, uh, two additional months. But in that time, we found through a the research study that the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, they uh, fund, uh, we decided to be a part of that study. And they did extra testing, which saw that he had a high-risk fusion, which meant he needed a bone marrow transplant. And so what were the next steps after that? Well, we found that out, I think, in April. And um, and at the time, Children's Hospital didn't have a transplant. So we had to search other places. And so they recommended uh, Nashville. And so after three intense um, chemo treatments, uh, we moved to Nashville in May. And he had his bone marrow transplant um, May 28th, which was actually his 17th birthday. Yep. Wow. Well, you're, you're doing all, all these things are on momentous moments, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you got, Easy to remember. Yeah, Christmas, birthday. So uh, yeah. Yeah. did uh, catching this early help? Oh, yeah. Uh, not really. Not with this type of cancer. I mean, he said um, had we not found it in four to six weeks, he would have been really sick. And at that time, he would have had signs of fatigue, bruising, but he was also on baseball. So I probably would have gone, oh, you're tired because you've had 
baseball practice or you hadn't had much sleep. So, yep. um, but they said being really healthy um, really helps, helps the treatment. Yeah, you know? It was a miracle that we found it so early, though. Yeah. Like she said, I would have been sick and we would have thought it was fatigue from baseball. Yeah. And it, it would have just been, it would have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Well, at least sure. you didn't do it in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, that would have no. made it really tricky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. bad enough. So I'm guessing that this, that probably, I mean, with COVID out there, I mean, I'm assuming there were some extra protocols he had to go through to, to stay safe. Yeah, you know, really it kind of worked out because he had to wear a mask everywhere, but, you know, everyone else is wearing a mask, yep. so no yeah. one ever knew anything. So he looked normal, yeah. So we were just extra careful, for, uh, of course, but um, he was, uh, he's, he's been through a lot. Chemo was really hard on him, and they said it was even harder because he was so healthy going into it. So mm-hmm. his body just really took a beating, but um, Brady was very, he just wanted to fight he he fought every second like okay let me get up and walk and when he got back home during those breaks uh, between the hospital stay he would let me go for a walk let me try to hit the ball I mean just it was just amazing what's the prognosis as far as you know keeping this cancer at bay long term yeah we go we're now we go to follow-up appointments at Children's Hospital um, Arkansas Children's Hospital once a month and then um, at the year mark we'll go to Nashville to have his bone marrow biopsy again um, Still 25% chance it can come back right now, but the further it gets away, um, you know, the less chance it's coming back. I know you guys are trying to turn your personal trials into some good for others, and we'll talk about that in a second, but I want to talk about your road back, Brady, and to get all the way back, you know, fight through that, and to get back playing baseball, which obviously I'm sure was something that helped drive you through the treatments, right? I mean, I've got to think that that was part of your motivation. Yeah, as an athlete, you want to be out there on the field, and you have that uh, like workhorse mindset. And so I had to bring that, you know, to the hospital. I would have a electric bike that they'd bring in there and I'd ride that for five minutes and I'd get on the Stairmaster at our apartment and do that for five minutes and I'd be gassed. And even though I was gassed, I'd do it again and again and again. And it was so repetitive, but I knew that that was going to bring me to where I am today. And so just knowing where I could be versus where I was at, it was just, it was worth it. I never met you until today, but your dad sent me the video of your return to the diamond, and your first at bat was pretty, pretty solid performance. Yeah. How were you feeling after the long break? What was it like going uh, up there in a game? It felt amazing. It felt like I'd never left. You know, just that, that audience screaming my name, and it was just like, it felt like, like I said, like I'd never left. I mean, I hit that double, and I was playing with my brother. He was he was with me on that first game. That was his first game too, and it was just. It was just a great feeling. Yeah, he's he younger was, or older. He's younger. He's a, he's a freshman. Okay. So he he recently made the team, and you know, it, I saw him work hard when I couldn't, and so it was really it was really good to see him. Rhonda, how about for you? It had to be emotional. I mean, I I mean, anytime a kid is sick, it's brutal. But when you got something serious like this, oh, yeah. it's got to be terribly scary. And to see your son go through it and then get all the way back to where he is now, yeah. what's it like as a parent? Oh my goodness, I'm so proud of him. I mean, I I it's. It's so good to see him back on the field, but I didn't care. It just for it's a, it's a different perspective. I mean, you just think differently when when things like this happen to you. Like just seeing your child living life again. But when he got up to bat, I just cried. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Thank you, Lord." I mean, that's but all. Before I he say. got the hit or after? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so excited, and his dad was too. Yeah. How uh, many siblings? How many siblings do you have, Brady? I have an older sister. She okay. goes to UCA, and then. Uh, than my brother. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Did you guys work out together at all? Your younger brother, as you guys were, as you were trying to get back. Um, I did when I got back from Nashville. Uh, we worked out together. I mean, he was ahead of the game, which he bragged about. But uh, yeah, 
<laughs> so that, that did help motivate you. Yes. Okay. I want to be better than him. Absolutely. How did the experience change you as a, an athlete, a baseball player? Has it helped you? I know there was a setback, but yeah. you feel like you're even better in a, in a different way? I think I am. I mean, it gives you a new perspective on life, and it just makes you you know want to work harder and just realize, like, if you make a mistake on the field, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, anything is better than being in the hospital. Anything is better than what I previously went through. And that's kind of the outlook that I have. I mean, I still get down here and there, but I have to come back to square one and be like, hey, this is so much better than the alternative. How was the moment after the game when you saw your family? It was very emotional. You know, you had to get a picture, but, you know, we let the tears out because it was just monumental, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys saw in going through the process that, uh, you know, there are families out there that have a hard time, you know, they're going through a tough process, but also have a tough time dealing with this Mm -hmm. probably in a lot of different ways. And I know you guys are stepping up and trying to help those who are also going through a similar uh, experience. Tell us a little bit about what you guys are are doing and trying to spread the word on, because this I guess I wouldn't have thought about this until you all brought it to our attention. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we just, we've been through so much and we didn't have a lot of people telling us what, you know, going through this, what to expect, because like I said, AML in children is rare. And so uh, once Brady was diagnosed, um, I'm a medical provider, so I was doing my research and then just trying to learn myself about it. And then once he's been through this, I just wanted to help other families. I, I talked to people at Children's, I said, if someone, a parent needs guidance or they need questions, call me, call Brady. And then after that, uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society um, campaign came up, and my sister stepped up, and she said, I'm, I'm not good at this. I don't like to do this kind of stuff, but I have to do it. I have to do it for Brady. And so she said, and guess what? You are, too. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> we would love to, um, because it's so important for people to realize that money, that money goes to helping families, helping kids. And with him being part of that research study that we decided to to be on I, I just he got more testing um and just extra blood work and just they did so much and I so because of them Brady we we, we just Brady's treatment you know ended up faster and yeah. everything so. I, without it I would have relapsed rang the bell relapsed and then had to do it all over again with the mm-hmm. testing so it saved me so much time because we and, wouldn't have known yeah. about that fusion so quickly right so um what, what are some things you see from other families or hear about from other families that they're they need that they're maybe not getting without the help of the society um you know families are struggling up there you see people like in the nourishment room looking for food or just kind of getting handouts and it's uh because they're coming from all over arkansas uh, they may only have one vehicle uh they're they're going back and forth trying to take care of their other family members and they can't work or and they need to be working. And so I just feel like that's uh, something that we can can help with. That's what they help with the parents if they need money for assistance financially for housing or a uh, car. They I think they give out gas cards and things like that. Yeah. So all different things um, to help families. And you all have started a fundraiser in Brady's honor, I guess, to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. help raise money for these folks. That's right. It started in uh, last week. And um, we're raising a lot of money right now. And mm-hmm. we're just... So proud to to be able to do that in his honor. Um, I'll post the link for those who want to contribute or learn more about it on social media once we get finished here today. But uh, I appreciate you sharing that part of it as well. And I assume people can contact the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, too, and and get involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. They can call or go to their website. Um, There's also Instagram and Facebook page and um, 
than that too. Yeah. And I don't know if we we haven't mentioned, but um, when Brady for the bone marrow transplant, um, you know, his siblings were not a match. Uh, there was only twenty five percent chance that they would be a match. But um, so then they go to the be the match.org and they find donors. And so Brady's donor is a 23 year old male. And we don't know who he is, but he's really? in the U.S. Yes. Can they make arrangements to meet? I mean, if they if you ask and they're OK with it? Well, you have to wait a year. OK. You have to wait a year. So they have been uh, emailing back and forth through the transplant coordinator. Yeah. So and we just we can't tell where we're from or, you know, what his name is. But yeah. um, just his age. His and, age. And his gender yeah that's yeah. it that's all we that's know, all we know. Yeah. What, what do you high five a guy i mean what do you do for a yeah. guy to give you bone marrow life-saving bone marrow that's well, it's it's gonna be say. a good day that's all i know yeah that's yeah. A, that would be yeah. a pretty neat thing to yeah. make that connection yeah he saved brady's life so yeah. that's mm-hmm. another thing we try to to stress that get on you know get, be the match they can send you a kit it's an easy swab on the cheek because they need young healthy people to do that yeah he literally saved my son's life mm-hmm. yeah and I'll be forever grateful. Yeah, so selfless. I got, uh, we got, we did this a while back, years ago. I was still working at Channel 7, so, but we did this, we did the deal mm-hmm. and went into the registry. So, haven't got really? a call yet. Yeah. Well, you're not young enough anymore. Well, that's probably true. Nobody wants my marrow anyway. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. 15 yeah. and under? 50. 50 and under, okay. Yeah. I'm still in there. You're too old. <laughs> Your old bone marrow is not wanted yeah. anymore. Thank Mine's you very much. Mine's not wanted either, but, uh, you know, it's always good. So uh, give me give me kind of the breakdown on the Wampus Cats. What can we expect? Any of a game coming up with North Little Rock? What's what's the expectation for your team this year? I think we're going to do really well. Isn't it nice talking about stuff that doesn't matter in the real world, like baseball games <laughs> and things? It is. Uh, yeah, we – course had that coach this is uh Leighton Harden his second year at Conway uh I love him he's a great coach and I think he's going to do really well with our with our guys because you know it's just a, it's just a brotherhood down there in Conway and mm-hmm. it's it's really fun I think we're going to do well what's your long-term goal what, what do you see yourself doing as a as an adult you know I, think, I had now a, you need to worry about that right now yeah I had a plan like for engineering you know before everything happened and then once you're in the hospital you don't really you plan on just getting out of there yeah and so I don't know right now. You know, I'm just kind of seeing how it plays out. If I get something with baseball for college, great. If I don't, then I'll just work hard and make some money somehow. Yeah. 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 Got it. Well, it's a great story, and I appreciate you all uh, turning your you know personal uh, challenges into something positive. That's yeah. a great thing. So we'll spread the word on that for sure. I appreciate you all coming up, and good luck. Maybe we'll see you at the, at the state tournament right. this Thanks year. Thanks for having me on. Thank yeah. you so much you for bet. having us. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. All right. It's the Rob Nett family, and again, we'll get that info out through social media and uh, share that if you want to contribute and support the cause. So, pretty cool thing, and uh, glad to see that there's, you know, it ends up as a happy story.